0: Welcome to the Short Funk Podcast, I'm Tom Barbelay. This is a simulcast with This Comes Next, and I wanted to point out to This Comes Next listeners that I have another podcast, a shorter podcast, called Short Funk. Shortfunk.com for folks interested. And in Short Funk I present, hmm, I don't know, five minutes on average long podcasts daily, associated with a wide variety of topics. For folks that were looking for a shorter version of This Comes Next, Maybe Short Funk is for you, and I have more than 650 recordings for your listening pleasure. The topic I wanted to talk about today, which was in our notes associated with This Comes Next, but based on the fact that we're not recording This Comes Next this weekend, I thought I'll pick a couple of topics out and cover them accordingly in Short Funk. The topic for today is the aesthetics of wargaming. I have an aesthetic interest in infantry soldiers. It came through a series of boyhood trips to the Australian War Memorial, seeing life-size mannequins, in the case of the German soldiers, larger than life-size mannequins, wearing uniforms, and just standing there to give me a sense of what these soldiers would look like when they came to invade your country. And in doing this visualisation, I developed a series of aesthetic interests not only in infantry soldiers, but also in the mechanisms of war, the general aesthetic associated with war. And this is something that I'm very receptive to with toy soldiers. It's one of the things that really interests me associated with collecting toy soldiers is the ability to have people wearing sometimes similar uniforms in a variety of different poses that can be organized in such a way that they look relatively realistic in an opposed scene these aesthetics run very deep in me and require me periodically to hold in my hand toy soldiers and reflect upon why I actually participate in this hobby in some real way and recently I've been lamenting the number of non-functional toy soldiers that I have by functional I mean are able to be used in my D&D game at work. My Dungeons and Dragons game at work, which is growing relatively rapidly. Month on month, new folk join the D&D game. And I have a number of miniatures in my collection, which I have thought about. It's kind of collectible items rather than practical items, and I've started to realize that this, in fact, is a folly that what I need to do is paint these miniatures and get them used in the games. And this is a very interesting problem because, you know, we're talking about maybe two dozen miniatures plus probably about 40 miniatures, all of which need to be painted in some way, which will take a bit of time and a bit of energy. And strangely, my wife is going away next weekend which will give me a unique opportunity to apply some paint, waste some time and see that these toy soldiers are painted at least so they will be useful in the upcoming Dungeons and Dragons game. Narrative interest, that is what miniatures provide. And in this slide I'm trying to address something here associated with obscene collecting. I'm trying to address something here Associated with what is literally called a lead pile, both figuratively and literally in this case. So by addressing the lead pile, I'm addressing something relatively fundamental, the practical use of these things, which in no meaningful sense have a practical use. Tom Barbule in San Jose, signing out.